Are you ready to change your life? Are you ready to climb your ladder? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the High Hopes Initiative Podcast. Yep, yep. All right. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Ian with the High Hopes Initiative Podcast. And today is a landmark day. Today is the first ever podcast where I am doing it over not only GarageBand and how I usually do it, but I am being recorded via Instagram Live and currently have an astounding number of people watching me on Instagram Live. And that number is zero. Yep. Nobody's on yet. If I get one person that even erroneously clicks on what I'm doing here, that would just be awesome. And I would just be so happy, but not going to let it get me down if that doesn't happen. If you haven't done so already with the High Hopes Initiative podcast, please click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you listen to podcasts on. If you listen to podcasts on my website, highhopesinitiative.com forward slash podcast, that will be awesome too. And a lot of you do because when I go look at the stats, a lot of you are listening to it on there. So please, if you like what you're hearing, share it with a friend. If you like what you're hearing, leave a five-star review and whatever medium you're using to listen. If you hate what you're hearing, please leave a one-star review and whatever medium you're using to listen to this podcast. And let's get right into it. Today's episode is personal versus business decisions. And I've noticed that a lot of people in the workplace really get tied up and offended and hurt when things don't go their way, when things hurt their feelings, or as we like to give the professional term, but hurt, when a decision has to be made for the betterment of the business and may not be in that person's interests in that moment or may not be in that person's interests ever, but it's in the best purpose of the business. And a lot of this goes back to it's... Basically, there's two kind of different mindsets that I've seen in my experience. There's a what I personally need versus what the business needs. So we can kind of break this down into two different ways. I have feelings. I'm a person. I have emotions. I'm a human being. I have feelings. I Things make me feel certain ways. I choose to feel certain ways. I, I love people. I hate people. Vice versa. People feel the same way about me. Whereas a business does not have feelings. It is, for tax purposes, a corporation or even an LLC is treated as a person, strictly for tax purposes, but but a, a business doesn't have feelings. I can't go to work today and saying, oh, my company is having a good day. It smiled at me when I walked in. Or my company has candy laying on the table that the company just... The, the company person felt like, I, I don't know, it's like a building, you know, or it, it's an organization. It's not a, it's not a human. It's not even artificial intelligence. It's, it is a really a business. If you think about it, it's just this, this mind, this thing in our minds. And then that thing in our minds is then translated into a corporation or LLC or whatever for, basically for accounting purposes. That's really what it is for accounting and legal purposes. So I have feelings. I feel things deeply. I take things certain ways, whereas a business does not. It is has no feelings, does not feel a certain way towards things or does not love you, does not hate you. If you feel like a business loves you or hates you, it's really the culture that you're feeling that from or it's the leadership that you're feeling that from. So 
personal and business decisions. Yeah. I think that's the first step is we need to identify that there are two different things. There is a person and a business, two separate things. And just think of, think of another way to kind of compare and contrast them. A person, human being, or even when we get into the future and have, have droid people running around operating our businesses, there is a set lifespan of that person. Say for me, it's a hundred years, say for the droid that's going to replace me in the next three years, it's 200 years, but there is a finite amount of time that that person or droid lives on this earth or is able to contribute to an organization. Whereas a business, since it is not a person, since it does not have, it is not a finite being, does not really have a timeline period where it will expire, where it will die and then cease to exist. Unless it's the business is strictly tied to a sole proprietorship where oftentimes that is the case. If there's no succession planning, succession planning, not secession, not leaving something succession planning, but a business is going to carry on and exist whether I'm around, whether my great, great grandson is around to run it. It is not a finite being does not have a finite amount of time on this earth. So the lifespan is finite for the sake of this, we'll say a hundred years versus really indefinite amount of time. A business will exist infinitely, infinitely until an outside force acts upon it to legally or financially end it. Um, so I, Another, really the third reason to, third thing to compare and contrast is a person, people are really complex. There's a lot of things, concrete things and and kind of, and not concrete things that go into making a person happy, making a person feel fulfilled because we're people, we're, we're extremely complex creatures. Our brain is probably the most complex organ in the whole entire world, whereas a business what does a business need to survive? I need food to survive. I need love, affection to survive. I need all these things to survive and thrive. Where a business, what does a business need? A business, a for-profit business, even a non-for-profit business needs money to survive. Money, like money, dollar bills to survive. If it is a for-profit business, money is not enough. Revenue in and of itself is not enough. A for-profit business needs profit to survive. It needs to make more money, have more money left over after it pays all of its bills so it can have money to grow and thrive. And and that's what, that's what the business uses to eat on and grow, I guess is a good way to look at it. So not only does a for-profit business need to make money and sell stuff, sell services, product, what have you. It needs to make what it spends to give you that stuff and more. And that is really the the growth and the the stuff that the, the little fictional business monster eats to get big and strong. And if you like Pokemon, evolve into the next creature. I watched Detective Pikachu last night. Don't judge me. Um, and the third thing a business needs that a person does not need. So another... Well, in this category, the third differentiating thing is a business needs productivity and results. And oftentimes those two things are directly related to the first two money and profits. So
So you can't just show up to a business and not do anything. Uh, kind of hit on in two episodes ago where I just sit in my cubicle and stare at the wall for eight or 10 hours a day. No, I need, if I'm the business owner, I need you to be productive and adding value to my business, therefore producing results so that the business can sell things and therefore make more money after that and have a profit. So those are, um, the, the feelings are different, the lifespan is different, and then the kind of, the, the needs are different, were the three big encompassing things. So circling all the way back to the title of this episode, the what I need versus what the business needs, oftentimes are not the same things. And I've seen this so many times where an employee has to do something that he or she does not want to do, or it goes against what I feel like doing because it is the needs of the business that have to be put before the personal needs. And why is that? Why do, if I'm an employee, I don't own a business, but I'm an employee. Why do I need to put, or why does my boss expect me to put my, my needs well, the business's needs. I'm I'm sorry. If I am, if I am an employee at a business, why does my boss expect me to put the needs of the business before my own personal needs? That is because, in his or her mind, and he's absolutely true in thinking this, whether it's you know morally or ethically correct or not, I'll leave that to you to decide. But the business is going to be here long after I am. The business is paying not only just my salary but the business is paying the salary of all those around us. So by me putting the business's needs before my own, I'm not only helping myself, I am helping 10, 20, 30 other people have a salary and be able to live in their lives. Yeah, so I mean, oftentimes you have to ask yourself, and when this really came into perspective for me, Um, I've worked for Fortune 500 companies. I've worked for small family-owned companies. But just put yourself, if you have a hard time doing this, trying to think of putting the needs of the business before yourself, at least while you're at work, okay? I'm not asking, I'm not saying that you should give up your weekends and all that other stuff, whole can of worms. But to put it in perspective, just put yourself in the mindset of the employer, the owner of the company, the CEO, the general manager, Whoever it is, what would you, if you were in his role, if you had had that huge responsibility that he or she may have, what would you expect your employees to do? And maybe you're saying, I would never expect my employees to go above and beyond like this. But if it were your business and you were giving all these people these jobs, you don't have to hire people. You don't have to have people in your company. You're you providing jobs to people is, is darn nice of you. And it's great. I wish, heck, that's what I've wanted to do my whole life is be an employer so I can be the job provider for folks. Put yourself in those shoes. And I mean, would you, if you're thinking something is inconvenient for you, if you were the business owner, would you expect your employee or would you be able to communicate that to your employee to make him or her see that this is the right thing to do in the right moment. So that's, I'm going to stop that section right there. And I kind of want to get into, into another topic within this, the, my needs versus the business needs thing. And that is 
if I'm not doing well at my job and, or if I, if I don't align with what the business wants, needs, the business culture, and the business needs to discipline me or eventually let me go, even though I'm doing a good job, but it might not be in line with what they want, I need to think, or if you're a manager or a leader and you need to fire someone who's really good at their job, I've had to do that and it's extremely painful. Uh, There's this one gentleman who was phenomenal at his job, but he just was absent all the time and had all these other issues that were going on. And even because he was so good at his job, it made it hard, but we had to do it, but we had to let him go. And it was because the needs of the business was like the determining factor. This guy was unreliable. Sure, when he showed up, he was phenomenal at his job, like one of the best, probably the best. But just the unreliability, we needed someone who could come to work on a more reliable basis. And the business needed someone that it could count on. I, as his supervisor and leader, needed someone that I could count on to show up and perform the job. So even though he was the best around at this job, the needs of the business dictated that we needed to let him go. And I'll never forget, it's like it's like yesterday in my brain, sitting down with him and telling him the news and you know him just saying, well, I'm, I'm like really good at this job. What, what are you talking about? And I just had to tell him like, man, you're never here. Or when, when you're here, you're great, but the problem is getting you here and you're always having to leave early. Boom, 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 boom. We've talked about this probably six different times by now, all in writing. Here's what we talked about the last six times. And then immediately, and it's easy to do, I mean, I can understand why people do it, went into the mindset where, well, that like, you know, start crying and it's like, it's something like, you just don't like me kind of thing. And just think if you're a leader and you've had to deliver bad news to, to somebody, how scared are you that that's what they'll think of you, that, that you personally don't like them? I mean, it's easy to do it's easy for that person to say, you don't like me. And going back a couple more episodes, that's why it's so important to do thorough and frequent performance appraisals and counseling and things like that. So that a person knows where he or she stands with you at all times. So there's no surprises and they know it's not personal, but this person going back to the example, this person immediately after explaining the bad news said, well, it's because you don't like me and, and was taking it personally. And I said, no guy, this is because this is a business decision. I think you're a, a phenomenal dude. I have nothing but respect for you. When you show up, you're a hard worker, but the business needs X. And finally, after saying it about five or six times to this person, I think I saw it, just a glimmer of it sink into his head a little bit where he finally understood that, okay, it's not that, that Ian dislikes me as a person. It's because of my poor uh, attendance and everything uh, along with that, without going into too much detail. But I mean, you need to, you need to separate those things when you're, when you're a leader, you need to be able to make objective decisions. You're going to need to make subjective decisions as a leader, because that's what you're put in place to do is use your experience and education to make some subjective decisions sometimes, but as much as you can, you need to make objective decisions. And there is, ideally, there is a fine line, there's a line in the sand between personal and business relations. And 
When you're at work, you walk in, you clock in, you're in that building, you need to keep everything on the work side of things. And if I see you on your phone while you're working and you're supposed to be on your phone and I tell you about it, hey, get off your phone, man. And you say, oh, well, Ian just hates me. No, man, the business policy is you can't be on your phone when you're driving in a forklift. Personally, if you want to do that and be an idiot and get in an accident, I personally, you know, that's on you, man. But in this business, we can't have you doing that because if you're on your phone and get into an accident in this business, the business is going to be in some way, shape or form liable and have to pay for your expenses, the expenses incurred in that accident. So, I mean, taking that, I really could give a crap personally to I, I give a crap because I'm a leader and it's right and in the for the best interest of the business I need to do everything I can to make sure you're operating safely and within the company policies and guidelines so there there's a big difference between people taking things personally and you know it's just business how many times have you heard someone say in a movie or in real life you yeah, know it's just business it's just business and in a lot of ways it's true there is there's a there are, there are two separate things, personal versus business. I want to, I felt for this guy when I had to fire him on a personal level. I did because there was a lot of stuff, a lot of outside factors affecting his attendance. And as a person, as a human being, I've, I felt for this person. But at the end of the day, our, our company needs to make money in order to exist, in order to provide a service to our customers, in order to provide jobs for the greater good of that organization. And this person's shoddy attendance was affecting our ability to do that. And ultimately adding an increase of costs to the end item that we were selling or providing to the customer. I mean, there's a lot of people don't realize this and I challenge you to think this way. You, what the company pays you to do while you're there working is somehow tied into the end service that your company is offering or or selling or providing to the customer. It has to be. It absolutely has to be. So when you are there, you need to be making the best use of your time for the betterment of the company because the company is charging that to the customer. And the only way that the company can charge the smallest amount of your time and wage to the customer is if you are productive and making good, efficient use of your time while you're there. So just think of that. Whatever company you're in, if you're in a for-profit company, what your salary, what your hourly rate is, somehow is included in what the customer is paying for that item. So if, you're, if, you, if your boss talks to you about needing to step up your performance, it is not personal, it is for the business because everything that you do or fail to do as an employee for that business is passed on to the end consumer. And the more poorly and inefficiently that you do your job, the more that the company is going to have to charge that end consumer. It's not personal. It's not that I think you're a terrible person for doing a bad job at this job. I just, we can find someone else who can do this job better and therefore make better use of the time that this person's here. Therefore, we don't have to charge the customer any more money for providing what service that you do to us and pass on to them. So I hope that makes sense. It's kind of it's kind of a negative episode, but you need to be able to delineate 
And it's very, very hard as a leader to delineate the two different things, personal and business decisions. It's very easy for someone who is in the wrong or is lazy, has done something wrong to, to play the personal card. Hey, Ian just doesn't like me. Just doesn't like me as a person. No, that's not it. I don't, you're not doing a good job for our business. Therefore we have to get rid of you. And you know, if you then choose to not like me personally because of that and don't can't see the bigger picture, that's on you. Um, but I, I will sleep well at night knowing that I did my best for the business at the end of the day. So I challenge you to think that way. I challenge you to make your employees see that way. I mean, it, it really, when I thought of things this way, it kind of opened my mind up to a new frame of thinking and something that I just wanted to pass on to you guys. So, uh, yeah, that's really it for the episode. Personal versus business decisions. What do you think? Would love if you could engage with me on LinkedIn about it or even Instagram because I'm on Instagram live right now. Still zero people watching. Maybe someone will watch it later today or whenever. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I would love to hear your dialogue. Please go on highhopesinitiative.com. Check out all these services I provide. Highhopesinitiative.com is now changing into a premier and elite business planning service. So if you, let me put it this way. Today, there has never been any easier time in the world, as far as I know, to be an entrepreneur. You can do it if you have an internet connection and half of a brain in, in your skull. So with that being said, it is very challenging to execute your own business and be a successful entrepreneur. So Something that I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to do in graduate school was do small business consulting, and I absolutely loved it, and I just, I never knew a way to ever do it again. I graduated, and just that whole part of my life has been missing, and I loved it so, so much. It was the most fun I ever had. I love writing. I love doing all the critical thinking among the vast array of different businesses were out there, bakeries, barber shops, manufacturing. I mean, like everything, it just is fascinating to me. And I was able to deliver such awesome products to these entrepreneurs who were just in the first steps or maybe they started already and needed some help. And I'm here to do that for you guys. It's never been easier to be an entrepreneur, but it's scary. It's hard to come up with a business plan. And I'm telling you, you need a business plan. If you want to have a hope of being successful, you need a business plan. Highhopesinitiative.com, I will tell you why. You need a business plan. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe, share this with a friend. And until then, everybody, I will see you next time.